It is easy for worship leaders to feel alone. There is tremendous pressure on us each week to perform, to lead, and to help direct an amazing experience of worship and connection to God. But it's so overwhelming. There's no place to go to talk through these unique challenges worship leaders face. Welcome to the table. Hey guys, welcome to the last episode of season two of The Table. My name is Jason Squires, and um, I'm the host of this podcast. Exciting today as we wrap up our year, we have our mentor chat. This is one of my favorite things. We get to sit around, laugh together. You should, guys, if, if only you could hear what we talk about before we press record. You probably shouldn't hear what we talk about before we press record because <laughs> we laugh and we enjoy it. We enjoy each other and being around each other. But let's go around and kind of introduce each other. Uh, introduce each other. No, introduce yourselves. I mean, you can introduce somebody else if you want, but I'm going to go ahead and say fun. introduce yourselves. Tim, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yourself. Hey, uh, my name is Tim Tibbles. I am the Creative Arts and Worship uh, Minister at First Church in Owasso, Oklahoma, a little suburb outside of Tulsa. Um, and uh, man, I've been leading worship and leading teams for over 25 years. And, um, you know, I never say this, but I would love for you to go follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, my Instagram handles at Romans 12 one. We do a lot of, uh, mentor and leadership chats over there as well. So I'd love for you to be a part of it. So yeah, thanks. Thankful to be here today. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, Joe? Um, Hi, my name is Joe Hornis, and I was the uh, worship director at a church called Willow Creek in Chicago for about 25 years. And, uh, and then these days, I am just doing consulting and training for worship leaders uh, all over the world uh, online. So, yeah, check out Joe Hornis Worship Collective. And um, if you uh, want coaching for you and your team, I'd love to help. But I love being with these guys where I learn what I really should be teaching people. So, um, yeah, great to be with you today. Love it, love it. Michael, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Michael Bond. I am based in the Pacific Northwest in the beautiful state of Oregon, or some parts of the country say Oregon, but we say Oregon. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I work with River Valley Church, Oregon, and we have a network of five churches up here, and I work with um, executive pastoring, and then leading worship and training worship teams, and passionate about that. Uh, just love, love the bride of Christ, love the body of Christ. Uh, just, I can't wait for every every weekend when we come together. Fantastic. Love these opportunities to gather with uh, other leaders, like my brothers here today, and and hopefully bring encouragement to those who are listening. Um, so yeah, and I like Tim, since Tim said, you can't just go and follow only Tim on Instagram. You must also follow me at Michael Bond, last <laughs> name spelled B-A-H-N, first name spelled how you expect, how word. You, how you expect, <laughs> expect <Let's go>. it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hashtag don't just follow Tim. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I follow Michael. You should too. It's, it's right. Um, yeah, all the cool yeah, kids. Yeah. All the cool kids follow Michael. And uh, Jason, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Yeah, my name's Jason Harris. I'm based up in Rochester, New York, in the North Country. Uh, and uh, I'm the executive pastor and a worship leader at Browncroft Community Church, uh, where I was originally the worship pastor for about 13 years. I've been a worship leader for over 20 at a couple of different churches, but uh, stepped into the executive pastor uh, over this summer, this past summer, uh, where really my role now is raising up healthy leaders, healthy teams, uh, really focusing on um, 
you know, the health of the church. So good. So good, man. That's exciting. So let's talk about this. It's just, it's the end of December. Like it's December. I want to, first of all, I want to say you, you, we've made it like we've made it the end of the year. We made it to the end of the year. Like it's uh, another year has another year has come. Um, how are you guys? How are you guys? You guys doing good as uh, as, as as the year is coming to a close? I will Anyone? start. I uh, yeah. I um. I will say this is my favorite time of year. I am mm-hmm. the odd worship leader who loves Christmas, and I talk oh. to so many worship leaders who who just, they get tired of this season for whatever reason. There's a lot going on. I get all of those reasons, but I love this time of year. And so um, I always look forward to it. And uh, I feel like whatever happens this time of season, I'm ready for it. Let's go. Let's, let's, uh, let's celebrate the Lord. And, and uh, let's, this is the one time of year, honestly. And maybe this is why my perspective is what it is. This is the one time of year where everybody has their attention turned on Christ. And we get an opportunity, I think, this time of year to share something with people that they are they may not be otherwise open to. And so I look forward to it and I and I say bring it. Let's go. Let's finish this year strong. Do you like do you like all the extra chords in Christmas carols? I have to ask the question. Oh man. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm a I used to sing a cappella music. That's kind of how I grew up. We grew up in Church of Christ. So the extra chords make me happy. I, I love it. I don't even think about it from an instrumental perspective. It's like yes. how many different ways can we make the vocals bend on this song? Oh so. okay. Well that, that 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 makes it better. That does make it better. You guys, the other, the other guys, you guys doing well? You guys, as, as, as we're kind of wrapping up the year, things going well? I love it. I love it. So my question for today, for us today, is as we kind of wrap up a year and we start a new year, what are you guys thinking about as you close off a, a year of ministry, of life, of just another, another year is behind us, and it's kind of the beginning of a new year, kind of going into 2024? What are you thinking about for yourself, maybe for your family? for ministry and kind of how do you process some of those things? Um, while you guys are thinking about that, I'll go first. The, I love, I don't do, first of all, I don't like the, the, the I don't like new year's resolutions cause they're, they last until the end of January. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think more of the along the lines of um, resetting. Like what is, what, what, what is, what in my life needs to be reset? Like as the year kind of happens, what do I need to, what do I need to look at and go, man, I need to just, like I started something well and I just, I just, I let it fall off the end. I dropped it. I, I dropped it off and I, it's not, it's not doing what I was hoping it was going to do. Um, and for me, for me, that was my, my, like for my, my schedule, my, my, just my day-to-day schedule. Um, I, I was really good at the beginning of the year about kind of keeping it organized. And as the year progressed, I just kind of let it, I, I kind of let it fall off and, um, looking at the new year going, how, how do I, how do I reset my schedule so that I can, my week is not so chaotic and and so, and so mixed up. And how do I kind of look at some of those things? Um, for, for you guys, what's, what, what's something that you're thinking about as you, as you, uh, um, come to the end of the year? I'll go Jason. I, uh, I think for me, I, I have a little, little rhythm I go through. I, I look back, look forward, uh, look back, look forward. And I, I, I do this with my staff team each week. We come out of a, a weekend and we start with, you know, let's look back and praise the Lord for what he did. Where, how do we see God move this weekend? And then we look forward, what's coming up? What's God going to do? What are we leaning into? What are we praying about? So I think to do that on, uh, on an annual scale, you know, thinking, God, what have I seen you do this? As I look back over 2023, 
How have I seen you be faithful? How have I seen you come through? How have I seen you surprise me? Um, you know, and then look forward into based on what you saw happen. Um, what are you praying for God to do? And and this could be, I don't want to make it, I mean, everything is spiritual. I don't want to make it super spiritual. I think you want to make it practical as well. And yeah, I do that with my family. You know, it's like, hey, I need to take my daughter to coffee more, or I need to have deeper conversations with my spouse or intent, more intentional conversations with my spouse or shoot, I really need to clean out the garage this year. And there's a lot of practical <laughs> thing. It's just God task us. We're stewards of everything. Stewards in the body of Christ. Um, nothing that we have is ours. We are stewards for a season. So I think we want to be good stewards. So I think it's just good in the spiritual sense and the practical sense to look back and look forward. And I'm I'm going through that right now. I love that. I love that. Tim, what are you thinking? Um, Christmas for me is this special week. We kind of talked about that at the beginning here. Uh, one of the things I think that I love about Christmas, it's, it really is nostalgic for everyone. Everybody locks into their tradition, you know, whatever that is, whether it's how you open presents on Christmas morning or what you do on Christmas Eve with your family or what food you eat at Christmas meal. Um, I, I love the idea of looking at what was and what is, so it's a little bit like what Michael was saying, you know, what have we improved? Um, you know, what do we, what do we need to shore up a little bit to those, to those things? Um, so I think for me, a lot of this is learning as I get older, the incremental change is just as good as drastic change, you know, small steps forward are still steps forward and, um, learning how to live my life now with adult children, with grandkids, those types of things. Um, and just taking small steps, uh, to continue to improve on the things that God's giving me to steward, like Michael says. Uh, but I think there's always that standard that I can look back on those traditions that we can look back on and say, yeah, this is, this is, this is where we're, this is where we're headed. These are the meaningful things. Have I improved on those or, or have I not? So, so I think good. in this season, kind of like what you guys are saying, but I don't, I try not to look ahead because I'm mm -hmm. one who is always looking ahead and my eyes are always that way. Mm -hmm. And so, especially yeah. when we get to the middle of December, I want to celebrate what was, what, what was this year. Yeah. Um, and so I don't want to rush mm -hmm. too quickly into the advanced planning, especially in my, my new role where it's like, okay, what do we do in September, 2024? Let's go. Um, <laughs> and that's really kind of the discussion. So it's like, okay, these couple weeks, Let's just celebrate what the work that let's remember the work that God has done over this year and not, you know, yes, we can keep our eyes forward, but let's take time to reflect and remember and even acknowledge where God has taken us. Mm. Amen. So, so good. So good. I've, uh, I've been booking a lot in, into 2024 and different because I book did different weekends and it it's, I started getting a little anxious thinking, I know my plans in the summer and the fall. And then into <laughs> next year, I was like, I got to pull back and like you said, focus on today. Like I got to focus, focus here and not, it can be a little overwhelming. You're like, I, we always do that. Let's, let's pull back. I love that. What about you, Joe? You know, this year has been, uh, because I'm not, it was always in a place where we were having thousands and thousands of people coming through, Christmas services and, and overwhelmed with all the details. And this year, now that I'm doing consulting from home and uh, it has really allowed me in a fresh way to slow down and to mm -hmm. um, 
like you guys have been saying, to just try to be present in the moment. I've got two new little grandkids and to experience Christmas through their eyes, experience Christmas being together as family. But I think um, what has hit me most this year is I've been journaling a lot and thinking a lot about just the incarnation. You know, we think so much of Christ in the cross, but to the miracle that God would infuse his presence in all of creation and prove it and show it by sending his son who's actually comes into our world and you know just the assurance of god's presence uh in my life and my family's life and in the things that we're praying for and working through um has has been really rich for me and uh to just you know the the words oh come let us adore him you mm. know for for being here being present being in our lives today and uh, and drinking in this moment and not just being overwhelmed like some of the guys have said with what what we have to do this next year but just appreciating uh his presence in my life and and in our world today you guys That's ever true. get into like in the room where your Christmas tree is and it's dark, the house is quiet mm -hmm. and the Christmas tree is on. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about the, about that, but for me, it's like, there's, there's like a magic in that moment of like your brain. I have no responsibility. I have nowhere to be. I have nothing that I have to go do right now. The lights are off, you know, and you're usually at that moment, the kids are in bed and I'm, uh, I, I just kind of like stare off into the tree and it, it is, it can be, um, uh, it's like a magical moment. Like a, it's not, it's like a, it's a spot for your brain to just kind of rest. You guys ever have those, have do you, do you guys enjoy the, the Christmas tree moment? I know Michael, you're, you're, you are a fan of the Christmas tree. Your Christmas tree stays up till St. Patrick's day, but, um, <laughs> but there's no needles on it anymore, but <laughs> I'm not wrong. Right. That's a fact. Your Christmas tree's up till for a while. But yeah, you guys, you guys have those moments where you just sit back and go, oh my gosh, the tree, it's just, oh. Can I tell a personal story here? Yeah. My, so I've typically been a, you know, as the dad of the house, like we're doing one Christmas tree and we've got this tradition where we go cut our Christmas tree down and all that kind of stuff. And that's always fun. Love that time. We still do that as a family. All our kids come home, we go do that. But a few years ago, my wife and I decided we're going to buy this small little artificial tree. And it's a pretty skinny tree, doesn't take up a lot of space. And we put it in our bedroom. Mm. And we started this tradition of whenever we go on a vacation or a trip, or we have all these memories from, from mm. past that we've kind of collected in this tube, my wife will buy an ornament and it hangs on the tree in our bedroom. Mm. And so we've got this kind of tree that's just full of memories that my wife and I have you know, from different seasons of our life. And one of my favorite things now, uh, away from all the, all the clutter, all the chaos of Christmas is this little tree in our bedroom yeah. with these ornaments that just remind us of how far we've come as a couple and mm -hmm. in our marriage, uh, in our family. And it, it's a pretty amazing moment. And mm -hmm. <laughs> we did this thing this year where I, I knew we were becoming an older couple when we put two recliners in our bedroom. <laughs> 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 but now that tree like sits right beside my recliner <laughs> and it is a it is a nightly thing. I sit next to our tree, and that tree just kind of stands as this 
just kind of interesting reminder. I know it's true, man. <laughs> I'm an official grandfather, but, uh, but, uh, we, I, I sit and it's just a reminder of just, it's a little bit of a monument to the life that the Lord has given us, yeah. you know, and just a reminder of where we've come from. And, and, uh, I love it. I, I, that's a very special moment that, that we get to have now. Um, that was unintentionally, you know, started a few years ago. That's, that's amazing. What do you guys do between the the week between Christmas and New Year's? You guys, is, is that a work week for you? Is that a dead week sleep. for you? Well, sleep. What do you guys, <laughs> do you guys, do you guys take that week off? I will. Yeah. Our church did something a few, we started like three years ago and I'm so thankful our, our network pastor, uh, we just decided to shut down the church office and, and literally close our campuses so that the least amount of um, staff has to work. And it's kind of like the idea is like, Hey, uh, we'd love to give everyone a bonus week of vacation in entirety, but some of us have to, you know, be on next weekend. So do the minimal, do the minimal you have to do, mm-hmm. enjoy our gift to you. Cause we think every year, like, what do we do for our staff? Um, you know, coffee, gift cards, you know, books, music, what other things, but the gift of time is kind of how we've labeled it is, mm-hmm. man. We just want you Spend extra time with your family, you know, hug your kids, Absolutely. grandkids, your wife, go for walks and, and just, we want to invest in you through giving time. So I'm looking forward to that big time. Oh, that's amazing. I used to regularly just try to, the first week back after Christmas is it would just be to do just lead worship with an acoustic guitar or just from the piano and, and not even put the band and vocals on. And lead something that caught, led, gave people time to reflect on where is God, where have you seen God's goodness over this last year? What, what, where do you need to see and know his presence right now? What are you dreaming about? Where would you love to see him move in the year ahead? But doing something intentionally reflective, which we all say we want to do anyway, going into a new year, but to actually use that, um, but to build the worship time around that, but in a way that would also just give our teams, you know, the week off where they don't, have, we don't have people coming in for rehearsals and re-aiming lights and doing tech stuff, and, but just where we tried to give everybody just that break to go. The most important thing I can give you is time to be with your family and time to reflect on this season and to draw mm-hmm. near to God so that we start when we do start, we start with hearts that are full and, and fresh, yeah. ready to go again. That's amazing. I, and I just, the, the good news for everybody is Christmas will not be on a Sunday again for I think 10 years. Wow. It, 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 it catches the leap year next year, the next time around. And mm-hmm. so we don't have to do. The, it is the, such a strange year. The weekend Christmas until, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> until so 20 it's like I think it was ten years. I, I looked last year. I think and last year, I think it's ten years out is the next mm-hmm. the next time we have to, to worry about any of that. The, the the weekend Christmas, but um, hey. So as we wrap up today, um, I uh, as I mentioned earlier in in the month, we try and we're, we're we're keeping these episodes short, so you guys don't have a lot to do. Um, just come in and kind of rest here as you kind of are coming out of coming out of Christmas. I have my I always end the year with uh, the podcast with a food question, and this is a very important food question today. Um, the food question today, being the fact that it is Christmas and the holidays, and the 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 the, the, the baking happens. What is the best cookie? Like as you, um, as as the cookie platter comes out and you walk up to the table, um, like what is what's what's the cookie that you're like? If it's there, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna grab it. I'm, that's my first cookie, my first go to. 
Um, Michael, what are you thinking? You know, we have this thing coming up. We tried it last year for the first time at our church. We call it Cookie Palooza. And it was a weekend where we ask everybody to bring their favorite uh, cookie recipe. But you know what? Surprisingly, people brought like some peanut brittle, things like that. You know, that that actually is, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that that mystery box, that mystery tin with that glorious, golden, crunchy, flaky peanut brittle. You know what I'm talking about. You could taste it right now. I wish I was. <laughs> what? Cookie Palooza. This sounds Cookie like Palooza. an this sounds is, like an amazing. I love this idea. Do you guys do it at all your campuses, or is it just downtown? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. just we we yeah. It's just like, and it's really fun because I, we didn't think it was going to go off so well, but all ages, everybody, everyone's got that grandma's recipe kind of thing, and so everybody brings it to share, and people stay forever exchanging cookies and piling up their plates, and it's a riot. It's oh, like a sounds, moment, but really fun. Sounds amazing. What a fantastic idea. What sounds amazing. Idea. Jason, what about you? What's your favorite cookie? What's the best cookie? Um, I'm not very complicated. So the peanut butter cookie with Hershey Kiss <laughs> oh, on top. Dude. Yes. Dude, that my kids can make that for me. I don't have to <laughs> touch a thing. They can mix it, they can put it in the oven and say, Dad, look what I made, and I can eat it. And so <laughs> I love it. Dad's got his feet up with the the warm peanut butter cookie. I'm going to get myself a recliner with a Christmas tree and just have my kids make me cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, there's no life like it, bro. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. What about you, Joe? What's your your Christmas? I just chocolate chip, man. Stick to the basics. Stick to the basics. All right, now. Great chocolate chip cookie. I'm good. There's different chocolate chip cookies. Are we like a crunchy cookie, a soft cookie? What's no, your... no, soft, soft bro, soft. Yeah. Just making sure. Maybe dark chocolate. Too soft. That's the only mm-hmm. time you ever say this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Tim, what? Tim, what about you? Okay, I'm gonna cheat. I'm a bit at here because my daughter uh, makes the best chocolate chip cookies. So anytime there she comes go. over to our house, she makes me a really great chocolate chip cookie batch, and they're soft. They're perfect. But I am a sucker for no bake cookies. There's oh. something about like <laughs> the the peanut butter and the oats, and you know the chocolate. They just kind of all come together. So uh, probably my favorite cookie type is no bake. But my my daughter crushes the chocolate chip cookie so oh that's amazing my wife has been making for the last several years these oat just like an oatmeal cookie just oatmeal and then dipped in white chocolate and then before the white chocolate dries sprinkled peppermint like candy canes on it it's it's uh it's it's delicious it's delicious Michael, was that a no? You don't like peppermint, or oh, you like peppermint? No, that's tell Casey to bake some and put them in the mail. Come on! <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> she, every time she makes it, I'm like, oh. And it's only it's like a half dipped cookie, so you can hold you hold the oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, no, it's a good same. it's a good thing. Hey guys, thanks for hanging out, and I, I appreciate you guys and this, the, what you've poured into worship leaders this this year. I can't believe we're wrapping season two of um this of of the table and. Um, jumping into season three next, and it's just going to be continue. Uh, I I love that we get to do this and we're and and, and hang out with worship leaders and um, appreciate you guys so much. And so, everybody, have an amazing uh, amazing New Year's, mm-hmm. and uh, we will see everybody next in season three.